A podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive into the unknown, unexpected, deep, deep ocean of the creative mind together with Leo Rodas. I'm so happy to have Leo in my Artitude show because Leo is as well a member of I Love West Cork Artists and a very active member actually and I really like the way when, 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 when he got, he's gonna doing little little scribblings uh, of his drawings and, and set set up the, uh, the, the the iPhone videos on I Love West Cork Artists page and uh, I think it's a nice way to, to, to share to share um, with other people art and 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 the love of art so it's great to have you on my show hi leo hey good morning how you doing <laughs> i'm great uh we had thanks for having me over yeah that's so cool i mean oh god dear listeners first of all i mean we were now an hour we were trying more than an hour to 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 get this connection running because leo is on his smartphone and I'm by a desktop and something was some somehow it didn't work. I don't know why. But now we are both we are both online and uh, we have Leo here via his smartphone and um I'm as well on my desktop. That's great. Leo, cool. Yeah, like I've mentioned, so thank you for, for, for your 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 membership in Isle of West Cork Artists as well. And for your 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 active for your activities over there, that's really nice, you know. So I think you're really an asset for 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 this group too. And, oh, thanks very much. Appreciate. It. And uh, I would say, what we're gonna do is, um, like always, we have three episodes every Sunday at ten o'clock in the morning. The first episode is now we we will know more about Leo's growing up because I, I didn't find the time as well to speak with him before much and uh, I'm curious as well about his back background and uh, and then his growing up and and uh, somehow the the motivation to to become um, to become an, an an artist so and then the second part we we might gonna continue with that and and uh, uh, and we will go in the second part and so more deeper into this issue um when he started actually to 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 do professional art or visual art or whatever we will we will we will learn a lot about leo leo yeah let's just start so you you live you live actually now in california no correct yes i live in uh Vallejo, california which is about 30 minutes uh, from san francisco a very famous city in the world All right. And um, 
In fact, that's where I grew up. Um, I was born in uh, Guatemala, Central America. Okay. And Guatemala. My parents decided to migrate to the United States, San Francisco, after my mother spent that vacation with um, with her godmother over here. She really ended up enjoying California a lot and decided to bring us uh, children over here as well. And um, I was all for it. Uh, the only one that was against it was my oldest brother. <laughs> all right. So, so how, But, uh, how how many years did you live in, in, in Guatemala? I was 13 when I left Guatemala. So I was very young. All right. So, so did really you... didn't have a, per se good relationships with anybody except my, my family, you know, so didn't have huge attachments with friends or anything like that. So it was easy for me to do the move. However, my big brother did have a girlfriend, so he was hurting a lot when we moved over here. He was not too happy that he couldn't see his girlfriend anymore. <laughs> yeah, okay. But how, 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 was it, how was it in Guatemala? Did you live there on the countryside? or? I lived in the big city, Guatemala City, which is right in the center of the, of the country. About an uh, hour What's... and a half away from Antigua. All right. Antigua is another very famous city over there, probably four hours away from uh, Tikal, Petén. How many, so many? How many people used used to live in in, in the city where you were growing up? As, as oh, in the were... city. Uh, the funny thing is that as I left Guatemala City back in uh, February 1971, the population had grown up to a million, <laughs> which I'm sure is a lot more than that nowadays. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. In fact, even San Francisco was not as populated as, uh, as it is nowadays. I, can, I know. Um, I, can, I can imagine that. The funny thing is that I was able to always find parking right in front of my house when I was growing <laughs> up there. Yeah. But the time I turned 19... Uh, population started just booming and it used to take me anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour for me to locate a parking space in San Francisco. No way. Um, yeah. Uh -huh. And it's a lot worse now. <laughs> I, I can't imagine that. But, yeah, but, yeah but, but I mean, Guatemala, what, what, was, was it was it a dangerous city? I mean, in the 70s. I mean, we know that, that, that I mean, I used to be in, in Costa Rica and Panama and uh, mm -hmm. I don't... Uh, I used to be there for three months, and Costa Rica, San, San Jose, was mm -hmm. quite tricky, quite dangerous. I mean, they robbed me once. Oh, really? Know? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah. I heard that Costa Rica was a very safe country. Yeah. Um, I had no idea. It is not. No, I would say, I mean, the city, San Jose, is is not really safe. I mean, they, they, they are, there are a lot of chances, you know. So, I mean, there were eventually mm -hmm. that was two 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 men in police uniforms came and mm -hmm. they asked us for passports and then then we had to put our hands to the wall you know so, so like, oh, like uh, and and then they 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 checked us for i mean we thought for weapons but but in the moment when when, mm -hmm. when they checked us they took all the money out and everything you know so Oh wow! And and, and then so so and then, but we didn't realize we were so under so intimidated by them that that um, yeah. 
that that we we, we did yeah. we did say anything, you know. So so I was wondering how how it was at the time when 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 you were in Guatemala. So yeah, do you know? Um, it's funny because I really don't recall any dangerous situations like that uh, growing up. But then again, you know, I was with my parents and. Uh, you know, we used to go out as a group and uh, my parents were very protective to us. And when yeah. we used to get out of the city, we used to catch the train and, you know, go to the beach or go to Antigua or different places in the city via yeah. train. Very seldom we went by bus. You know, and sometimes, uh, yeah, we will go with the relatives on their vehicles. They, they had their own car. All right. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, my dad needed did not have a car till I was probably 15. That's when he decided to buy a car. All so, right. Yeah, before then, he would catch the taxi or ride his bicycle. You know, was, the distances were not that, that big at that time. Yeah, yeah. And did you, did, you, did you enjoy your life in Guatemala? Very much, yeah. There's good memories of it, yeah. Like I said, I really don't have any sour memories about it. Uh, the only one that's kind of puzzling is when I was uh, about four years old. Uh, my parents asked me if I wanted to go to school with, because my brother did not want to go along. And uh, so I started in kindergarten at the age of four. Yeah. And the funny thing is that my first day of school, uh, I remember grabbing my books and walking out with my brother and we were holding hands. And all of a sudden, I look up in the sky and I see the American Mustang airplane shooting at everything on the ground. <laughs> what did they? And the funny thing is that in my mind, it's like, oh, they finally decided to make a war movie in my country. <laughs> oh. Of course, seconds after, I hear my mother screaming. It's like, get back here, Leo. Come on, get back here. My aunt runs out of the house, picked us up under her arms, and took us inside the house. And they made us crawl under our beds. And uh, sure enough, my uncle and my brother and I, we went out to the backyard next day and found, you know, bullet slugs on the ground and holes from all the shooting the, the day all before. Americans. So. And, mm -hmm. and, and, from the United and States. And what they what, were trying imagine? to overthrow our president at that time. And uh, I looked in history, and sure enough, uh, the problem had been around for quite a while, which is something that I was uh, not aware of as a child, you know, because, like I said, our parents protected us so well that. So it was in the 70s? Uh, oh, no, this was way before. Like I said, I was born and I was born in 1957. 60. Say 1961, yeah. 61. <laughs> uh -huh. so that uh, was very unusual, you know, to, uh, to see that. I'm, like I said, in my mind as a child, I thought they were making a movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was real. Yeah, it was real yeah, bullets. Sure, but, but I mean, I mean, that means that was really quite dangerous, wasn't it? I mean, it was I mean, very it, dangerous, yeah. And it, uh, like I said, you know, military attacking uh, civilians is like, that's scary. <laughs> now, that's really thought, scary. It's like, I'm happy I survived that one. <laughs> but but I mean I must hmm. say so okay you used to be four years old and and uh, did did any did did any any anybody uh, uh, die or or get injured from 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 this attack? In, in I'm your sure that there was a few deaths. Yeah, uh, if you look at history, yeah, 
Where was that sign? And in your neighborhood, I mean, do with with uh, United States stepping in and overthrowing our president and putting their own president, you know, to run the country. So, so a lot to uh, do with that <laughs> controlling the country. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I mean, but I mean, you know, um, my dad was an artist. Uh, he always painted. Yeah. And my mother was a fashion designer, so she always sketch. So they had, they had, they they were creative people, and and uh, they were very creative people. Yeah, my dad used to love to tinker with everything. You know, he uh, made all kinds of toys for us, electronic toys that had a first wheel and all kinds of nice things that he used to do for us. Uh, made a projector for us to watch slides. So he was very very creative. Used to do carpentry. And uh, his so he, job at so, that time when we were kids, uh, he used to uh, be the technician at the movie theater. And, all right. Uh, mean, so, meanwhile, while he was running the movies, you know, you know, he will watch it once or twice, but then he will get bored watching the same movie because he will run the same movie over and over, you know, three, four times a day, seven days uh, a week. So what he will do is he hmm. got into painting. And I used to go visit him, take his lunch, and um, I used to watch him paint at times. Yeah. That kind of uh, attracted me. And when I started holding a pencil, I decided to start scribbling too and start art. So all my life I did art. I was not a professional artist until uh, 2018. And uh, before, you know, people used to see me doing art artwork. When I will be on the telephone, I will be scribbling or drawing something on my notepad. Yeah. And a lot of times people will come by and say, oh, you're an artist. I'm like, yeah, I like drawing. You know, people ask me to draw their portraits and I used to yeah. do that for them. But uh, on 2018, um, I was going through an injury and trying to recover from it. And out of boredom, I started doing a lot more art. Yeah. Well, my two my two boys saw me doing art at that time, and they say, "Dad, you know, you seem to yeah. do real good. Maybe you should try going." Uh, so how old? How old? So 2018. That means we we speak of three years ago, actually. Yeah, three years ago. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That, uh, so so I mean, so this this. How old are your children? Oh, my <laughs> oldest one is going to be 40 this coming year. So he's yeah. 39 right now. Mm -hmm. And, they, and my youngest one is yeah. uh, 32 at this time. 32. All right. Mm -hmm. And they never, they, 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 they never ever realized your, your, your talent before or what was the first time that they saw mm -hmm. you? They have so, seen so him. And um, in fact, um, I uh, showed my oldest son a drawing one time that he was uh, admiring somebody's art. Yeah. And uh, he said to me, oh, you don't, you don't draw as good as this person. So I said, well, you know, it all has to do with time. You got you to gotta take the time to do good art. And um, yeah, I do real good art too. So I showed him a sketch I had done of a 1936 Chevrolet. Uh, suburban, yeah. Yeah. and he was very impressed because, and in fact, a lot of people have enjoyed that drawing a lot because I put a lot of detail on it. But that was a drawing that took me almost three months to do, 
you know, on and off, putting in an hour or two at a time. So, sure. hour-wise, I really don't know how many hours I put into it, but it has a lot of detail in it. And I still enjoy the, the drawing a lot. And then um, I started uh, my own page on uh, Instagram. Yeah. And I met a lot of artists through Instagram. Seems to be a platform that artists uh, go to a lot. It is. It it is. I mean, I must say, I, th I think that this 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 all happens probably through through the, the glitch in, in in which we came all in 2019, isn't it? That a lot of people, a lot of artists, realize, hmm, that's now that's now our new online gallery because because we can't really. We can't, we can't really exhibit and all that, you know? So yeah, yeah. Instagram. So, um, I met a lot of artists through there. Yeah. And, uh, I always did pencil drawings and I met this young guy from Africa and, uh, he draws with, uh, with ballpoint pen. With In what? In fact, he did a, a drawing of Leonardo da Vinci, and that's how I met him because I was admiring this drawing. I could not believe that it was done with a ballpoint pen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, talking to him via Instagram, I said, yeah. him, how do you do it? Uh, I, I said that you draw with uh, with pen and not make any mistakes. And he says, you just have to go for it. So, yeah. I went ahead and uh, tried it uh, out myself and it worked out good because now I'm uh, drawing portraits with ballpoint pen and I do not use a pencil anymore. But it's lo I love to work with, with with ballpoint pens because I love I love this 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 tiny tiny uh difficile black lines, you know. Yeah, that you can put uh, a lot uh, of detail with it, yeah. It, 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 I really like it. That's cool. But um yeah, and then uh, lately, I uh, about a year or two ago, I decided to open up a page in Facebook. And the thing I noticed is that uh, the friends that uh, follow me and I have on Facebook are people that I'm able to reach because they're pretty much local in the Bay Area. Yeah. And a lot of them are artists and... You know, we spend time together, uh, create, do art, you know, uh, hire a model nice. and, and do drawings from a life model sometimes. Lo lovely, lovely, mm -hmm. lovely. Also, um, because of Facebook, um, I was offered a commission last year in uh, Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. And I went ahead and applied for it and I, uh, I won the commission by February of last year and it didn't tell me uh, designing a sculpture for for public works and all right the program was um was financed by soul trends which is our bus company here in vallejo all right and uh so six of us uh, local artists from vallejo were hired and i was one of them the original design that I had uh, made for Vallejo City did not win. However, they did like my idea and they decided to have me make it into a mosaic medallion. Yeah. And, um, yeah, very proud of it. They did a, a beautiful write-up of my, me as an artist, which is pretty much what 
you and I have gone over. Really yeah, enjoyed yeah, yeah. the the project and got to meet a lot the of guys there. Yeah. I would say, dear people, uh, dear listeners, what you can do is if if you if you go go to the uh, Isle of West Cork artist page, or as well on on Leo's page, uh, which I, what I will gonna put into my description as well, you can probably follow uh, somehow uh, Leo's progress, and I think it's a great example that 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 it's 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 never too late to to start being 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 creative and trying to to change the world with art i mean it's unbelievable so i would say on this note we we um we are all, all, all almost at the end of the first episode the first part and uh, we will for sure continue in the second part um with with leo's adventures as as late artist i would like to know then a little bit more as well uh, about, about the time in guatemala and uh we will continue with this for sure then then in, in the next episode um uh, on next sunday at 10 a.m um last but not least i would, I would say so you can follow this podcast on www.artitude.com or on any any podcast host like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., etc. If you want to um, to um, contact the Isle of Westcock Artist Group, you are more than welcome to to join us there and become a member and and share your artwork as well over there. Um, this is a listener-supported. Um, podcast as well so so um you're more than welcome as well to 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 leave a donation on on red circle or go as well to www.attitude.com and uh there there you're gonna see my artwork which 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 i gonna gonna put somehow on merchandise on on marks and and i mean i still have to do acrylic stuffs and and and, and all that stuff mm. So, but you will find everything here in the description. And I would say we see us next week again, dear Leo. Okay. Sounds I'm happy good. to 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 spoke to you now and uh I'm happy to have you as well as member in the Isle of Westbrook Artists. So um Thanks thank very you very much. much very much for that. I appreciate it. And take care and bye bye, dear listeners. Bye bye. Bye bye. Have a good evening. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.